Backyard Conversations Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Backyard Conversations. Here we aim to have those difficult questions and those difficult topics that are kind of hard to talk about. So we try to tackle them in a biblical manner and with a conversation that will bless you. I'm pretty sure it will. But you already know who it is. We have JG and Soto. Yes, sir. You already know. You know his first name. <laughs> and now his last name. Mr. Kevin. Anyways, it's pretty late, actually, when we're recording this. So but, please uh, give us a like. <laughs> <Yeah>. And subscribe. <laughs> we are devoted. Please. Please. Yep. Same. And share. But anyways, we have an in- interesting topic today, and um, I think it's going to be able to bless uh, us and just to retouch this, and especially um, if you're ministry, this is something that's very dangerous because sometimes it gets confused with like um, uh, expressing yourself or uh, steaming off. Yeah, but, venting. Yeah, or venting, yeah, yeah, when in reality, you are gossiping. So today's topic gossip what is it kevin um in my perspective uh gossip has to do with uh the speaking about someone without knowing the truth behind their back uh it could be something you heard something you feel something you saw something that you perceived but uh you happen to take it to somebody else um and it doesn't and listen it doesn't have to be with a negative intention it can just be the fact that you just thought something about this person and you decided to go to somebody else and talk about another person uh real huge issue real huge issue because it's so easy to do it like in your eyes you might be like no nah, it's not it's not really that bad but you don't know how that other person might perceive it or how other, that other person might feel because of what you're saying i remember that in school they would they would they would talk about this stuff when they would do something about like anti-bully week or something like that one of the days that they would talk about was gossip specifically because they Mm -hmm. knew that that was a huge factor for a lot of bullying somebody said this about this person and it's not true Uh and then the other person (laughs) says this and another person says this i heard some wild stuff that people thought people were believing i was like there's no way that's true in high school (laughs) yeah yeah ridiculous i was like what i don't think any kid here is doing that but i can read the i can read the oxford languages uh, definition go ahead so the oxford languages uh website i guess says gossip is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically Involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Okay. So we could say it involves lying as well. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so things that are not true uh, behind someone's back. So when does sharing news become gossip? Number one. So check this out. When does sharing become gossip? All right. That's a so good line to draw. When it's not true, which you guys mentioned, when it betrays the confidence that you hold in trust, when it digs up an old sin that has been repented of, 
when it damages somebody's ability to get a job or keep a friend. When bad news is shared maliciously for revenge or to tear someone down. When you enjoy someone else's misfortune. So this is when, I guess, these are the red flags, if you want to call it, of conversations that if they're leaning towards that, these specific ways or these specific points, uh, then you should literally stop talking mm-hmm. and um, don't get yourself involved in it. And actually, I can say that uh, gossip is actually emphasized a lot, like as a as a as a huge. Not that sins are bigger than others, but it is one of the sins that yeah. is like it's like hated upon. Yeah, I very, guess. very. It's taken very seriously. Yeah, and I think it's because it has such such you know deep consequences. It can have such very deep consequences. Yeah, I mean, I think I uh, I've seen how some people are destroyed. Actually, I've seen we had a situation in early in the youth ministry where like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Don't even remind me of uh, that. where we literally had to like uh like do an intervention meeting because there was so much so much like misinformation um and so much like false info so what does gossip do how does it affect you and why does the bible emphasize that god hates it well, but why um, why is gossip such a huge thing? You know, some people might think that that's it's so childish. Like, like uh, no, you guys are like kids just talking behind each other. Like, why why is it such a huge issue? Um, and the reason why is because your tongue has the ability to either build or destroy. Yeah. The Bible talks about the tongue being like a fire that devours many forests. Just because a tongue is enough to kill, it's enough to uh, to destroy, it's enough to disintegrate, to uh, erase. The same way that a tongue can be used to persuade, to motivate, to encourage, to help, to uplift. The tongue can affect a lot of people. And I've, I have been... A witness and I have been involved in situations where because of somebody's tongue uh, I've been pointed at for things that I haven't done I've been pointed at for things that I haven't said I've been pointed at for things that I don't do that I don't act upon and it's frustrating if if it frustrated me you know I, I, I'm not I'm not all that believe me I'm not all that I'm just a regular guy but I've been to church for a few years now almost all my life and um, I can consider myself that, you know, if somebody says something at me in church, I don't take it so like, oh, man, I'm not going to church no more. It's more of I analyze things real closely and I, I put God over anything else. So I, if somebody comes to church and one day for some reason they decide not to say hello to me, OK, brother or sister, I still love you no matter what. Or somebody decides to say something against me. OK, you know, God, God fights for me. But. I'm not the type of person that somebody can throw me down with something so simple as uh, speaking behind my back. But unfortunately, if there was somebody that's spiritually unmature, somebody that's new in the faith, somebody that's starting the path, somebody that's brand new, somebody coming out of the world, 
you know, trying to get transformed, healed, rest, restored. Gossip can bring him down. Yeah, for sure. Easily. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, it's so heavy and like it's taken so seriously too. Is Cause I think honestly, from what I've, I got from observation, one of the things that's probably, it's probably the most divisive in, in, in ministry and church is probably gossip. Like, mm-hmm. like we mentioned it in another episode, like gossip destroys churches. Like yep, it just splits it does, churches. Yeah. Like entire churches will just split right over gossip you know or or like like you were saying we had an experience like that that could have i mean at the time especially we were very small that pretty much taking all the youth we had. yeah i mean it was you creating know? conflict and yeah. um and i think god really does not want his his people right or you could say his church to be divided the sad reality is that it happens in church more than it should yeah so I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's because it's so easy to fall into this kind of sin. Mm-hmm. It's like you sometimes you, you you just don't know it. Like you just unwilling. I guess on you don't have the conscience to understand that what you're doing is wrong. Right. You're literally talking to, to a bad about somebody. Especially it happens too in ministry. Like in 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 actual like ministry. Like when you start working with people. This is something that is so difficult to break because it is so uh, ingrated in, especially, I, I, I'm not sure about like other cultures, but I know for a fact in Hispanic culture and like Latino, that is like, it's a common thing. It's a it common is, thing so because fresh. in family issues, like you, you, you know, you heard about your aunt, blah blah blah, this uh-huh. and that. You heard about your <laughs> uncle. You heard about your cousin. So it's like, so it's it's like common. And then you come to church, and then you get encountered by this new um, culture that you need to adopt. Because to a certain point, when we uh, accept Jesus and we when we start following Christ, we have to adapt to the uh to the culture of the kingdom so we have to drop our culture drop our you know nature what we know our you know to a certain point certain things too what our families have taught us Mm -hmm. yeah to now adapt to this new culture that is being you know shown in the bible it's hard man and sometimes people do it unwill like unknowingly i would say because it's so natural like it was it like mom and dad do it all the time like they talk bad about the church or they talk bad about you know the sister who uh, was singing the song yeah right so it's yeah. like so then your kids listen to that and then it, it, it's engraved in them and when they get older they do it too so it's like a cycle that you have to break and you do have to break this because it's it, it brings division yep. it's gonna end up hurting people it's gonna end up separating and it's gonna end up creating a barrier between you and the brother or the sister mm-hmm. that you're supposed to be working with them as one because the bible said you will be known by the way you love one another mm-hmm. and when we gossip we run the risk of hurting one another right yeah so, i had a, i had an experience not too long ago at at uh well my old job now um where somebody told me that because you know at my job there's a there's a good mix most of the people that work there are my own minorities so there's some hispanics there and somebody told me that the hispanic people were saying i'm i was like i'm prideful or something and i have never spoken to them ever i don't even know who they are (laughs) what what did i do to them yeah like they they perceive something i i i I guess maybe because like i don't 
I don't like. Maybe I don't know. I just mind my hi. business. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably just because I don't say yeah, hi. Yeah, like you don't you don't say hi one time and then oh no, yes, yeah, creído. But like, you know, he's too proud. But like at my old job, like there's tons of people that work there that none of them are on my line. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't need like I just I just I'm just here to do my job. I'm just right. my business. I'm like, what what is the need to to say this about me? What did I even do? And, and you know, uh, one of the things that I've noticed, and I'm not I'm not trying to go for some reason. I don't know if this is gonna be an episode. Bible app. Why most most of your plans have pictures of women? <laughs> oh my god! You know Stop, that, that, that doesn't make <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And and the and the thing is, it's sad to say, but it's pretty common among girls because some women like they like they like to talk. You know, women like to analyze things a lot deeper than men. Us men, uh, it's not it's not to be sexist or anything, but us men can look at another guy and if he has a lot, okay, and if he doesn't have a lot, okay, you know. We're we're kind of cool with it, but I know some females that if they see another female that has more than them, they'll talk. Or some females that uh, if if they feel some type of way that oh you're able to you're able to have or you're able to talk to this person more than me, they'll feel some type of way, and they'll just talk about it like I don't know why she liked this, I don't know why she can get this, I don't know why she gets this, I don't know why they like her, and then that's how that's how some gossip things start, but. What I'm trying to get to is, in most workplaces, there is a lot of drama. And then usually the drama is never really about what really happens. It's all about, nah, it's because I feel like this person's like this. I feel like this person doesn't like me. I feel like this person mm. acts like this. That's true. And and that's the thing. I don't think they like y- me. Your feeling is not necessarily true. So that's an automatic, okay, that... That's gossip. Yeah, and if so, you do, even if you do have that feeling, why gossip about it? Why not just clear it up with the that, person? That's, that's what I'm saying. Why not address the issue that you feel is at hand? Exactly. Like, why, why, why the need to go and talk to this person about it? And right, like most likely badmouth whoever you're talking about. Right. You know. I mean, it's the easiest route. I mean. Yeah, I guess it's comfortable. Plus, you can try to get someone to validate your feelings. Or you, it feels good. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're trying to find some comfort or some support, <laughs> some sort of something. Yeah. So there's that there's that person that brings the I feel, but there's also that person that encourages that feeling as in like, oh, yeah, you must be right. Yeah, because you know what? I think I felt the same way or I think I perceived it the same way or I, I think that person did the same thing to me. So that's the problem when it comes to gossip. You're either going to be the person doing it or you're going to be the person listening to it. And you got to know how to stop it on both sides. And one of the things that uh, is taught through the Bible is that uh, when you come to Christ, you have to self-analyze a lot. Uh, yeah. Specifically because you got to watch yourself all the time. You got to watch what you do, how you think, how you act. Uh, because you don't know what can happen. And that comes yeah. with one that, that comes with my first point about gossip is that it becomes a stone for other people to trip on. Because if you're that believer and you go to church and you condone this, you know, you, you're that guy that's like uh, or you're that person that talks, that person that likes to do it. <laughs> you could potentially be a stone for a new believer or a stone even for a mature believer to trip on this, either by making that person listen and that making that person be part of that. Or uh, or just a new believer by hurting their feelings, it's just uh, you run the risk of, of of hurting others just by being stone. And I mean that's a good point because being a stone, it's not only like 
you know, being an obstacle. But the Bible does say, and I think it was uh, Jesus is on red letters. If you read it, find the verse. I can't, I can't think about it on, on top of my head. But um, Jesus does say at one point, if if you know, if you become a stone and a a a tripping stone, I think a it says a stumbling block. A stumbling block. There you go. Thank you. If you become a stumbling block to one of these little ones in the faith, it is better for you to be thrown in the sea with a stone around with your a neck. Stone around <laughs> your neck. Yeah. So it is critical. It is something that is it should be taken serious. Yep. Maybe that's why you are not able to hold relationships too long because you welcome gossip in your life and because you influence it. Maybe that's why you cannot have a stable friendship with, you know, your homegirl or, you know, your homies because you you influence and you listen to gossip. So there has to be a point where you do have to self-analyze and say, hey, you know, what is the reason why I can't hold a healthy relationship with such and such? Or, you know, what what is going on? Am I giving room for this to play out in my life? And the reality is, is it, it, this is the reality with, you know, every sin. It's that it might seem harmless at first, but you're opening a door. And that door can pro- bring other things. Right. Like gossip can, can, you know, turn into hatred. Gossip can turn into uh, unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just genuine talk, but now you you know you took it to the heart, and now you're not able to forgive that person. So you're opening up, you know, a channel. You're opening a door that is gonna bring more sin, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 the, and the I think the major issue with this is the fact that it doesn't only affect you. It takes two to gossip, right? You cannot gossip by yourself, right? <laughs> it takes. Two for you to gossip. So right. you're involving people and yeah. you're involving others to take part of this sin. And what's interesting is that now you're saying that gossip can be almost like a like in a disease, like an infection. Because when you get two, you get one person involved. That person, if they're involved like you are, they're going to go to another person. Right. And then that's going to turn into three and then four and then five, you know, until somebody stops it. You know, or until there's not enough, you know, there's no more people to keep gossiping. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's almost infectious. Um, but I have that ver- the verse you were saying. That's uh, Matthew. Uh, I got it right here. Matthew uh, eighteen six. Right. There's actually two. There's there's one in Romans two uh, about the stumbling block that says the one you mentioned is if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck. And to be drowned in the depths of the sea. A millstone. Yeah. The other one is Romans <laughs> Romans 14, 13, <clears throat> which that one says, Therefore, let us no longer judge one another. Instead, decide to never put a stumbling block or pitfall in the way of your brother or sister. Yeah. And I, I think in, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, it might be Philippians or something like that, um, that also mentions to not let any wholesome uh thing come out of your mouth but only what edifies and supports other people right so it's interesting that you mentioned this because you are becoming a stepping stone to these people and some some of the time you know the sad reality is is that most of the time for some reason it's those older christians that have been at it for like 40 years or like 20 years that they you know 
I I guess they feel entitled yeah, to I th- talk. I think, yeah, I think that comes out of pride or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because I don't you, you know, know. I think it's pride. You got a. You got Elder Clementina talking about, you know, <laughs> new believer Stephanie. And new believer Stephanie, you know, doesn't wear the mantle on her head. And as a result, you know, start looking at every single portion about Stephanie because Stephanie doesn't look like yeah. a real Christian. Oh, she don't dress the way yeah. I do. She mm-hmm. just put the vela. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's like that. Yeah, it's 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 prideful, like you said. Uh-huh. It, it's the fact that it opens different doors. So, like, <clears throat> you, you, you start with gossip, then you become prideful. And you become stubborn, which is probably one of the worst things to to, to, mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. I'd rather deal with a drug addict or with with somebody that, that has an addiction than to deal with somebody that's stubborn. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> it's frustrating. It, it is it is beyond frustrating. Yeah, because yeah. it's like no matter what you say, they contradict you. They, yeah, they they, they will never <laughs> change. It's yeah. like, man, what in the world? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And now that we're mentioning that, and Kevin, you mentioned this a little earlier, we're talking about these like different pride, stubbornness. Uh, um, like you were saying, I think we need to be able to self-analyze yeah. and that's really difficult. Um, but you have to, you have to really like look into your heart. Where is this coming from? Yeah. Is it coming from pride? Is it coming from anger or jealousy or, or, or a grudge you're still holding? You know, and it takes a very self-analytical and honest, honest person. You got to be honest with yourself to see where am I really, why am I, why am I bringing this up to this person? Right. Because maybe partly, maybe, maybe there's a situation where you're not sure if you're in the right. Maybe right. you're like, wow, should I feel this way? And you're conflicted. So maybe you bring it up to a wise person right don't just bring it to anybody but maybe you bring it up to your youth pastor right yep or a leader and you talk to them about it Mm -hmm. and you talk because you want to know am i like what should i do am i in the right or you know what you know you don't want to say but then there's the other side of like you just go to your your friend you you know who who who, who's probably not he's not a leader Mm -hmm. they don't do nothing in church probably just like you they don't yeah they don't live the uh, you know a, a very good lifestyle um and you're just talking to them out of anger because you want to vent, yeah. Yeah. right? You want to vent. You want to. You're frustrated with somebody, mm-hmm. and you just want to vent your anger and frustration. You just want to let it all out. That that's not good, right? And it takes somebody to self-analyze themselves and say, "Okay, I'm 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 about to do this just because I'm angry. So let me not." Right. Yeah, I think that's important too because I I strongly believe that you should have people that you can vent to, like, but it cannot be people that are going to turn that venting into gossip yeah right like so they I, should yeah. be, they choose should wisely. allow yeah exactly yeah, choose like, wisely it's important and, what you said and it's, and it's not that emotions are bad because you're it's it's okay to feel a certain way it's okay to be angry at somebody because that's not always our fault right maybe yeah. somebody just did something out of knowing you're like like what the heck it right. makes us it makes you feel some way it makes mm-hmm. you upset but we can't let it control us right yeah right it's not that i feel anger that's bad it's how do i let it manifest how, I le- how do i let it come out of me am i letting it control my actions and my, my words yeah am i letting my my get my grudge uh uh, uh dictate what, what 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 i'm saying to this person or right. who i'm talking to or how i'm talking about this person mm-hmm. you know am i letting it control me you know right so yeah, I mean, because yeah. God has emotions, God feels anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. God feels sadness. Right. It, you know, but it, then He didn't let it. I mean, when John the Baptist died, Jesus was sad. Yeah. He right. was. He he was. He was mourning his death, and then there's a huge crowd waiting to hear it from him. I, if it was me, I would have been like, 
man, just leave me alone for today. <laughs> but he, it says he looked at the crowd, at the multitudes, and he felt compassion yeah. for them. Like that, I, I don't know how he did that, man. But, yeah. but they see, he, he yeah. had this, this uh, he was mourning. He was very sad, mm-hmm. but he didn't let it control him and stop him from doing his ministry and putting others before yeah. himself. And he could have, and he, he could have, uh, he could have spoken against that king, and he could have spoken against those that accused John the Baptist easily, right? Yeah, and said, you know, they they said this and this and this and this and this about John the Baptist, but John the Baptist was righteous because he said this and this and this and this and this and this, and I mean, Jesus could have spoken truthfully because he he knew it, he knew everything he, that was God, but um, he didn't, even knowing it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kept his mouth shut. Yeah, Jesus was flipping tables, bro. Yeah, he was not happy. It's, it's like no. so. If he, if Jesus knows the truth, and he knew the truth in that time, and he still shut his mouth, how is it that many people want to speak things without knowing the truth, and they're not mm. able to they're not able to hold themselves? It's like yeah. we need we need to take that into consideration. Um, this self analytical portion of a christian and uh it's going to go for two people for the mature christian and for the new believers if you're a mature christian number one i hope that you're reading your bible i hope that you you've gotten to understand who god is who jesus is who the holy spirit is and i hope that you're able to bring yourself to the light of the bible because the bible is the light to our path meaning that if you're straying you go to the bible as your light to bring you back into the path so I hope that you're, you're you're taking yourself to the Bible and saying, you know what, this area of my life is not right. I need to, I need to set this straight. Lord, help me set this straight. That's the right way of using the Bible every day. And then for the new believer, if if you're still struggling in this area and you feel like you have problems controlling with what you say, how you express things, how you how you say things about other people or what you think about other people. Then, like you said, go to a go to a, a a leader, a youth leader, a youth pastor, um, uh, a minister of the church that actually is going to give you the right advice. Because uh, it's sad to say that just because they're in church doesn't mean that the person you're going to go talk to is going to guide you in the right yeah, uh-huh. direction. That's right. Um, and don't don't go to your coworkers. Exactly. Or that friend yep. from school that yeah. you know you're close with, like I guarantee you, they're just gonna tell, they're just gonna try to validate your feelings, and we don't want to be. We, or we, I mean, we we will want to be validated, but that's not that shouldn't be our goal to be validated. Right, As yeah. Christians, we should be looking for the truth. We should be looking for a solution. Yep. You know, we should be looking to to you know uh, bring clarity and unification and and all that instead of just like what serves me. Yeah. You know? That serves my feelings. I think that another another solution to that is just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Just, the Bible just says be slow to anger, your mouth. Mm-hmm. slow to speak, quick to listen. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Do you know how many times I've wanted to say something? And this is like in a level of like not only gossip, like, uh, but like I just wanted to express my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so bad. <laughs> But I had to like bite my tongue because I knew for a fact that it was not time to do that. Right. Yeah. It was time for yeah. me to be patient. It was time for me to listen. It was time for me to, you know, express the love of God instead of expressing, you know, my emotions mm-hmm. and how I felt about it. Yeah. Um, yeah of I've, course. I've been in that time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, man, like, it's like, okay, like, 
you want to know the truth like do yeah, i really want to tell you let me smack you with the yeah. truth but then you're like hold up let me, let me yeah <laughs> yeah like hold up let me let me just for one second yeah. just have exercise patient exercise love and you know in a good way in a good manner you know confront my brother and sister mm-hmm. i think you know you know what the issue is i think that a lot of people including myself at at, at one point in ministry we do not like confrontation so we so 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 because we we avoid confrontation so instead of confronting the person which confrontation to be honest it might sound negative but it's actually good you confronting somebody is actually a good thing because you're trying to settle things down you're trying to you know keep peace mm-hmm. i mean when you do when you do confrontation for the right reason it's good when you do confrontation for the wrong reason, then you already know you're going to have a negative impact. Uh-huh. Right. But when you do it for the right reason, you are trying to exercise to keep peace with your neighbor. So, you know, most of the time gossip happens because, number one, you don't know the background. You don't know what's going on in the background. You don't even know if that person having a good day or bad day, whatever. You don't know. You don't know if that person just got diagnosed with something horrible and they're just having the you know the worst day of their life but um instead of asking the person if you're okay or hey can we talk about this or hey you know are you know i'm worried about you you turn around and go to your brother or sister and say hey this person talked to me such and such and Mm -hmm. like this way and that way and it really bothered me it really you know uh you know, make me feel some type of way. So then it becomes about you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you need to find the root of that issue. Like you were saying it earlier. Like this is this things don't happen just because they happen. Like I learned this early in my marriage. When I when I got married, I unfortunately I uh I used a lot of sarcasm to express my opinion. And I got that from 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 my dad when when he was uh you know when I was growing up he would do it. Mm-hmm. Um it is a negative it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was doing it. Like I I genuinely didn't know that I when I was pissed off, I was sarca- sarcastic about it. Or when something triggered me, I was sarcastic about it and and I didn't know the root of it. When I found the root of it, you know, I was able to cut that off. Mm-hmm. So you will never find the root of your gossip unless you sit down and analyze why do I feel this way towards this person? Mm-hmm. Do I feel jealous? Does it make me feel that I'm not good enough? Does it make does it challenge me? Some people don't like to see other people do better than them because they feel challenged. They feel like they're not doing enough. They feel like, oh, this guy is 26 and he's making 40, 40, I don't know, 40 million dollars a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you, this, that's a drastic example. But like, for example, like, um, oh, this guy has a house already and he's only 21. Um, so that challenged you and it makes you feel like you are not where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, keeping your mouth shut, praying for your brother and sister, if they hurt you, you decide to gossip and criticize right. mm-hmm. and it's 
dangerous because you're opening a door to pride. You're opening a door to um, the separation. You're op- to conflict. You're opening a door to conflict mm-hmm. that it's gonna cost you. Right. Yeah. Like you were saying, like sometimes you just you, know, you need to shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. like I've been in a, t- in a ton of situations, uh, not where I was emotional, but I was like, maybe a, a situation arose and like, how do I respond? And I just came to the conclusion, like, don't respond. Right. Just mm-hmm. like now is not the time to respond. Sometimes, like, the like what, whatever thing. I'm gonna say, like it doesn't matter. Like I'll try to like, how can I, how can I, you know, word this well? And then sometimes I, at the end of the day, I'm just like, let me just not. Like, right. That's probably just the best move, just to not speak. And that can that can prevent even if you don't know, like you're saying, find the root of why you feel that way. But even if you haven't found it yet, if you haven't, if if you don't know where this is coming from, just don't speak at mm-hmm. all. It's better to not speak so that you can figure out what's going on. Is it, are you about to gossip? Is, is this coming from a bad place or is it coming from a good place? You know, just sometimes it's just best to not, just, just don't, sh- yeah, just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Be quiet. Sometimes it's better like, just say, okay, have a good day. Right, just exactly. leave, turn around or, uh, oh, I'm busy today. Um, I'll text you later. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like just, just give it time. Just yeah. let I mean, it, I've, just I've been in situations where I have to be very upfront with people and say, hey, uh, you feel that type of way? Okay, let's bring that person right now, right here. And, they, you know, they, they caught him by surprise. It's like, mm-hmm. let me let me show you how, you know, you're supposed to settle these things. I'll bring this person and you express your feelings to them. See how right. see how that works out. And then and it's 99.9% of the time, it's all a misunderstanding. It's all, oh, I thought this or I thought you or I thought that. So it's like it, it's miscommunication is um, overthinking, um, it, it, you know. It, it's lack of self-discipline to a certain point where you are not disciplined enough to understand that um, that maybe some some people, they're, they're going to make you feel uncomfortable. You need to learn how to manage it. You need to ha- learn how to discipline yourself to work with different kind of people. Mm-hmm. Different kind of people have different characters. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I've I've come to that point where um, I uh, I kind of say things to myself, like if I know I have a conversation pending with somebody, I kind of say things to myself to see how it sounds first, because the last thing I want to do is give the other person an impression that I don't want to give them. So mm-hmm. I I say it to myself first, and if it doesn't sound right to me, I try to find another way to say it better. Um, and sometimes I don't have I don't have that time to do that, and I just have to. I have to say certain things, but, um, I make sure that I, I confess to the person, look, my intention is not to make you feel that this, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to make you feel sad. Uh, or my intention is with this conversation is for this, uh, specifically because, uh, I don't want to be the cause of a downfall for someone, for nobody. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's a fear that I have. You know, I don't want to be the reason why somebody decides to stray away from the path. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's you know it's a sad thing to say, but it it's kind of true. Some folks are so new that their faith in Christ depends on the people that they're around with in yeah. church. That's church hurt. Yep. And that happens a lot. People deconstruct because of church hurt. When yep. Yeah. That, and it, that shouldn't happen. And it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Because, because where's your faith? In it, church or in, in Christ? Right. 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 And um, it, it it's sad, but. It's true. Yeah. And um, even and in the secular world, people hate Christianity because of the people, not because of what Christianity teaches. Right. 
I mean, that's maybe happening now because of progressivism and all that. And yeah. Oh, no, now it's Christianity. Itself. But throughout history, it's always been, oh, the church has mm-hmm. done bad. Mm-hmm. You know? Ever since uh, the medieval times when they, you know, that one uh, that one uh, uh, monk, he, uh, he found that uh, by reading the Bible that I don't really need to pay the church so yeah. God can forgive my <laughs> sin. And then when he started telling people that, yeah, the church got better. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it but how did all start how did that all start was him reading the scripture. Um mm-hmm. but in gossip, like we said, if you're a believer, take your actions and the things you're about to say, first analyze it through the Bible. Is this gonna help somebody or is it not gonna help somebody? Is this something that's gonna help someone's faith, or is this something that's gonna hurt someone's faith? Is this something that's considered a negative thought or a negative idea? Because if it is, understand, you don't have to physically harm your brother or your sister to kill them. You could do it just with your tongue. Mm. You can be a homicide just by with what you say, mm-hmm. just by killing him with what, by what you say. Um, you got to watch yourself. The Bible says that everything that contaminates a man comes from his heart. And then Jesus lists some things. And among those things, he, he says, homicide. He said, that's the cut that comes from the heart. He says, uh, negative thinking that comes from the heart mm-hmm. and lying that comes from the heart and that contaminates man. Mm-hmm. And, um, in the church, we have people that are doing these things. And many people sadly believe that this is just something that they can shrug off. Like it's not as bad as, as uh, taking someone's life or committing adultery or committing fornication. But the truth is it's one of the things that God detests. Yeah. He detested so much. One of the things that he told Moses to tell the people of Israel was, you shall not gossip among your people. He told them that. Tell the people that they're not going to gossip among them because I see it all and I know it all. And um, it came to the point where the people were, they were living in such fear of doing this because they knew that if, if, if they got caught being the people spreading rumors or spreading lies, their whole household dies. They would they would be covered in rocks, th- yeah. stones, yeah. Yeah, and uh, luckily we're we're in the time of grace and nothing's yeah. happening. No You're not gonna get sick. because yeah. we would have mountains of rocks in the churches, <laughs> but um, luckily we're yeah. not there no more. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point because like we need to like the, you know words have power that that's mm-hmm. supported yeah. biblically, but you know but sometimes we don't we don't really think about it. But I mean. When it comes to this stuff, or like, especially when you're maybe you have a friendship that's like kind of rocky, like even myself, like sometimes I know if I were to say a certain thing, it would destroy whatever friendship I have with that person. Mm-hmm. Like I could I could say this, but if I do, I I would destroy my friendship completely so, just from words. Right. So Not because when, something I did, but something I said. So let me ask you something: where, where does the balance fall between you being a good friend and telling somebody the truth and? You're retaining your words. That's a good question. Where, where where do you draw the line? I mean, the thing is, the truth is important, right? But how are you presenting it? I mean, it, I feel like that changes with people, too. Like, what, how is this person? Like, are they sensitive? Are they not? Are they the kind of person that's spiritually mature? Are they not? Mm-hmm. You know, like, can I tell them the truth without having to sugarcoat it or without having to, like, dress it up nicely? Can I just, like be up front with them or do i have mm. to like really be like really graceful right like because yeah. that's the thing we always have to be acting in love and grace and mercy even when even if we're not in the wrong right, right, right. like even when it's the other person's fault we still have to you know be it's the graceful that. ones be the bigger people 
um but you know some people you got to be more graceful than others right mm-hmm. you really got to like step out of your way and it's it can be yeah. very frustrating um so i don't know that's a good question like i feel like the, the line can change with with the person but so you, it's the way you deliver it this way you, you you're saying i would so say for me i i definitely like i i don't know i'm very i try to be strategic <laughs> about how um, i say things yeah you know even like with ministry like like i, I can't let if if I have like a singer or or a, or a player who's making mistakes, or they they're, they say the drummer's not on time, or the singer uh, uh, they're not doing their harmony, or they're not um, when the instrumental comes they just sit there and be quiet. Right? Right, right. Like I can't let that keep going. I can't not present them the truth the, of the yeah. matter because it's good. The problem is going to keep persisting. Right. It's not going to stop. But I can't just be be like yo, you know, why are you not singing or why are you not on time? Like I have to. Yeah present it in a way that's not going to that's going to push them to do better but also be encouraging and not like diminishing at the same time like you can critique yeah yeah, you can critique but not in a way that'll just put someone down Mm -hmm. i want to present them the issue present them what the matter the reality of what's happening but in a way that's going to better more push them to go the direction that i'm trying to push them in you know towards the the goal that we're trying to reach yeah you know because there's ways you can say that'll just like that they might even leave the ministry if I say it a certain way. Right. I, yeah. I know people in our church that have left, you know, their ministries, other ministries from other churches because of how their leader was treating them. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I, I think you hit a, a point where, you know, the way you say things matter and how they are delivered to the person. Um, it's sometimes, you know, we say, oh, I'm going to say it because it's the truth and whatever yeah mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day i'd rather be somebody known by how i positively influence somebody and how i encourage somebody to be better and become better rather than somebody that is always correcting people and always telling people what's wrong you can tell people what's wrong in many different ways like i can present the gospel in many different ways. Like, I don't have to say, hey, you're going to hell. Uh, repent right now, you sinner. Mm-hmm. I can say, hey, there is heaven. There's this great, you know, place that you're missing out on. That we have access now because of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great or, example. Yeah, or I can, you know, you can present it like we did like that uh, that series where we, you know, started uh, studying evangelism and whatnot. Or we can present it to the point where it's like, um, hey, you know, do you know, are you a good person? And they say, yes or no. And you say, well, what makes you think that you're a good person? So now, you you know, you're working with the answers that they're giving you. Mm-hmm. And they answer most of the time because I'm good, because I give, because I, good, I do good deeds. And then you ask, have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen? Have you ever committed adultery? Um, yes, 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 yes. So according to the Bible, you know, your destiny is not looking so good. So yeah. there's many ways to present. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's many ways to present. Good. And I think deliverance matters when it comes to criticism. Um, but at the same time, too, like you, you were saying, you need to be wise on how you present mm-hmm. it and how you say it. The tone matters. Um, you know, the fact that you are correcting somebody to a certain extent, but you're doing it in a kind and gentle way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great example because hell itself 
is not something that we shouldn't bring up. Right. No, even with unbelievers, because it's an important thing. Yeah. That's the whole point of why we're, we do evangelism or we go out because right. we, we don't want these people to go to hell. It's part of the reason why we have grace towards the, um, the unbelievers. Right. Um, and it's something we should bring up. But are you, you going to be one of those Christians that stands outside, uh, uh, I don't know, a bar or some event and you stand with a sign that says you're going to go to hell? You know, yeah. or, uh, oh, you, you know, gays go to hell or whoever goes to hell. Or are you right. going to present are you going to present the dilemma, the situation through the lens of Christ? Right. Yes, there is this place that, that that's called hell. That if, if, you know, you being how you are right now, you're going to go there. Mm-hmm. But there is this thing called grace and love and mercy. A, a God who came down 2,000 years ago, sacrificed himself for you, and he's given you the option to go into heaven. Right. Right. And, and, and it's, it's your option on how you want to deliver this. You have the information. You have to be strategic. You have to use strategy in order for you to gain advantage. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether you like it or not. Whether you want to accept it or not, people tend to have defensive walls. When you attack somebody or when you talk somebody against their defensive walls, immediately they're going to go up. So you lose all the leverage or all the chances, opportunities that you could have had if you would have presented the information differently. So... It does matter how you deliver it. And telling the truth, I think it's important. I'd rather have friendships that will tell me the truth. Um, like, for example, you know, if I'm doing something dumb, like I would I would, I would, would consider a, a good friend telling me, hey, like, maybe that's not pretty wise or, you know, you're doing something dumb. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that we do need to be careful with, with gossip. We, yeah. we should not compromise and we should not give in to it. Um, it's going to destroy it. It's going to separate. It is going to bring consequences that doesn't only affect you, but it's going to affect a multiple of people. That's what you need to, number one, in order for you to be successful, you need to learn how to detect gossip. Number two, you need to learn how to stop gossip. Mm -hmm. And number three, you need to learn how to deliver the truth. Uh, in order for you to like continue walking, and if you give in to gossip, I guarantee you that's probably gonna destroy your ministry. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna intervene yeah. with your with your calling, and it's not worth it. It's just it's just not worth it. And but in the end, uh, maybe they're not gossiping about you. Maybe you're the one listening about somebody, somebody gossiping else, about somebody else, yeah. but it can come back around to you. Eventually, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. can uh, can talk about you, and uh, you can be caught in a situation, and and in the end, uh, a lot of uh, division can happen as a result. You never know. Um, so it's definitely a matter that as soon as it's noticed, it needs to be stopped. It needs to be destroyed yeah. right there. Uh, whether you're the one doing it, you need to know how to stop yourself and say, you know what, let me stop. Let me. Uh, let me analyze real quick or let me let me go talk to the person that 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 I'm talking about and l- let me just assess this let me see what's going on or you know if if it's something that you feel i'd rather you uh put your feeling to the side and really determine the truth by doing the real questions not going to somebody and talking about it but going to the actual person that you're thinking about uh and um and if you're the person that's hearing this and somebody's talking you should be 
a mature Christian to be like, I'm like, you know, let's not let's not talk about her brother. Yeah. Let's not talk about her sister. And if there's a situation we need to assess, why don't we bring them? And let's just talk to them. Um, in the end, we're the body of Christ. We can't be divided. Um, yeah. we, we cannot be divided. We have to be together. Um, so we mentioned it can be a stone. It can make other people trip. Mm. It can hurt feelings. It can um, it can turn people around from the path. Um, and it's important that you as a Christian, you know how to stop it. You know how to self-analyze. Yeah. Bring it all to the light of the word. Yeah. Let your emotions take control yep. over you. Yep. And um, you got to know when to stop your feelings to understand the truth. The truth is always good. The Bible says the truth will set you free. Amen. Um, and the way that you'll deliver this truth is going to help somebody. But at the same time, if you don't deliver it right, it can also hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think a good example of that is the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, mm-hmm. right? Because most of the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus correcting, uh, you know, certain practices or mm. or habits or beliefs that the Jews had. He's correcting them. He's saying, you guys are doing this wrong. Right. But how does he open up? He opens up with the Beatitudes. He says, uh, 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 the righteous will, you know, will be filled or whatever. Yeah. You know, he starts off with this uplifting, uh, you know, passage, this opening to to pour love into them, to, to yeah. show him his grace and his mercy and where he's really coming from when he's telling them these truths. Right. You know, with the whole thing with the log in the eye and stuff that, you know, he's, he was setting precedence he was he was you know setting standards that they had never heard of you know with adultery um uh i had a brain <laughs> i'm so sorry uh, with adultery you know instead of at the time they thought you know as long as i don't do anything i'm good yeah, yeah. but jesus said no just because just you looking at that woman you are sinning you have already committed adultery that, mm-hmm. that like that's that's a big jump yeah yeah but right? he worked his way up yeah it. he was right. doing extreme but he opened up with Look, you know, I, I love y'all. And the grace of God is something else. Like, you don't even have to do righteous things. You just you can just thirst for righteousness and you will be you will be satisfied. Yeah. Right. You know? The 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 meek, you know, the the weak of heart, the the poor, they will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Right. You know? And then there was a point where uh, he reached a climax and he was like, You Pharisees and scribes, hypocrites. <laughs> that's when he reached that climax to the point like okay these people are really not getting it uh, I have to I have to go back to that it's kind of a little blurry in my mind the Sermon on the Mount yeah yeah, he, yeah. it's a it's a pretty long it's, a, it's like a good yeah, one, we, two like two chapters three chapters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean the Beatitudes is just in cha- uh, Matthew 5 it's just like a little section but that whole sermon was actually those all those chapters yeah <laughs> it's about four four chapters yeah it's like a long yeah. it's a long sermon of him just correcting them yep. and saying like you guys are doing all this wrong yep. but he opened it up with like this really beautiful opening of just it's almost love. like promises of uh, what can happen mm-hmm. uh, what will happen to those that trust in the Lord yeah mm-hmm. so to wrap up what do we have to say about gossip? Gossip is bad. Yep. Don't yeah. gossip. Say no. If you gossip, <laughs> if you gossiping, you gotta stop. Uh, if you gossip, you go to hell. Say yep. no. Say no. No, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, on, on a serious note, um, I think that it's not worth. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. This is not worth it. I think it's it's better for you to cope with, you know, with God. You know, if you have frustration with, you know, with somebody, you should 
learn how to how to how to vent out with God and, and and the Holy Spirit. It can help you out too. I have situations where I had to literally tell God how much frustrating a person was. Yeah. Um, and it brought deliverance to my life, and I was able to love that person in a way that I've never would have thought that I could have. Yeah. So yeah, that's stay a stay away from gossip. Yeah, stay away and. You know, gossip, in reality, when you gossip, you are being selfish. Yeah. Right? Anytime. I don't care what's the reason is you're being selfish. You're trying to serve yourself and your feelings. But do we want to be selfish or do we want to be selfless? Because we have a God, Jesus, who came, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and was mm-hmm. selfless to us. He said, right. I don't care about myself or my own needs right now. I am going to be selfless and give myself away to my creation mm. so should we not do the same for our brothers and sisters or are you going to be selfish and gossip and try to serve your own feelings or your own emotions right, right. let's be imitators of christ uh let's know that uh even though the son of god knew that he was god himself uh and they asked him and they questioned him he remained silent um one of the wisest thing god does with us a lot is that he remained silent for us to understand for us to learn a lot um so because he could he could he could go off on us yeah for yeah, so yeah. Much. God, god can bring up so many stuff but he doesn't that's the whole thing of the grace of god our I own mean, works it's important to have the i think that's important to have the holy spirit with you and so that you can mm-hmm. also have discernment and, and the wages of sin is death, death yeah. but with god comes eternal life yeah um but yeah no you know if uh, you are in a position right now where you think you have been gossiping, it's not too late. You can repent. You can say, hey, you know, God, I'm so sorry. You know, I gossip about such and such. Please forgive me. Make sure you forgive that person as well. Because sometimes the root of gossip is because that other person hurt you some sort of way. Right. Um. So learn how to manage uh, struggles and, 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 you know, conflict in your life instead of gossiping and and, and taking the easy route mm-hmm. um but you can repent and you can say hey you know i repent of this sin and then you can ask the holy spirit to guide you to you know be i guess more wise and aware of your words and conversations that you're having yep so analyze your friendships analyze your your you know conversations mm-hmm. i i would encourage you that if you watch this episode and you're watching this right now analyze your friendships analyze what are you doing when you get together with your friendships mm-hmm. um you know what are you doing are you actually having a good time or you're just wasting time gossiping. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's true take sometimes you just gotta take a moment to step back and look at everything right to really see what are you doing and if yeah. they're not and if they're not acting right then you start acting right like, so that maybe exactly. you can influence be them be the light right you know uh, if you're hearing it you know the tell them like hey guy you know let's not talk about them let's not talk about this be the be the good influence show them what a, a good believer of christ does be imitators of christ um but um W-W-J-D. i think uh i think we've hit that we've hit the point gossip Amen. ain't right well, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you share as well. And if you know somebody that is gossiping, send them this send video. Them this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Let us know what y'all want. Indirect message. Man. Yeah. Put help in us, the comments us, if you have. Out. Yeah. If you have. If you have any topics that you're interested in, like um, I don't know, we we could make maybe uh, drugs or alcohol or. Uh, yep. So give us some you know 
comments in this video maybe you have some ideas some conversations that could be useful um but maybe you know somebody that really needs like a conversation about a specific thing all right we'll talk about it yeah we can yeah. <laughs> for sure and you can share that video with him yep so give this video a like go ahead and share it yeah bless us with a like take a look at that uh that patreon link help us out there as well uh subscribe if you haven't subscribed hit that bell if you haven't hit it uh, and uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, for everybody that's been here since the beginning, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, thank you so we, much. We slowly, we're growing. Again, places. Slowly, slowly. Slowly, yeah. we're Thank growing. you to all our subscribers. Thank you, thank yeah. you. So God bless you. Stay strong. Peace. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Backyard Conversations. Today's episode, My Big Fat Mouth. <laughs> what the? Do you have a big fat mouth? But that is right. today's topic. Let's let's get going for real though. Oh, this is a video. All right. Uh